Hello, soul family. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I hope whatever you are moving through this week, whether it feels light or heavy, celebratory or saddening, that you know in your heart it is working for you, that it is moving through you for a reason. And I deeply, deeply believe in every single moment and its intention and its purpose to serve us in some way, shape, or form, even when we can't see it or make sense of it. So I'm hoping that for you in this very moment that you're able to recognize what's being presented and that it's being presented ultimately for your highest good. I felt called to talk about abortion and how psilocybin mushrooms have healed my trauma from my abortions. This is something that is still taboo to this day, and I am just so committed to being very, very honest and open about this topic because so many people move through abortion, and I think it's really important to just open that up and also normalize it and talk about the energetics of abortion so that you can understand if you've had an abortion where that sits energetically and how to move through the energy that is potentially being blocked in your sacral chakra from that experience and a validating the experience and b healing it and i just want to start with sharing a journey that i went through with mushrooms recently that helped heal my trauma from my abortions so I've shared bits and pieces about my abortions on the podcast. Um, And, you know, initially there was a lot of shame because I grew up Catholic and this is like a, you know, can't talk about abortions and Catholicism. And, um, you know, I respect that, you know, every religion has their belief system and this is no hit against Catholicism necessarily, but I am deeply, deeply devoted to full permission in this lifetime And personally, abortion is something that I really believe is everyone's choice and right. And it's something that I have no shame with now. I know there are loved ones in my life that might hold shame around my experience and having it. But at the end of the day, you are not responsible for other people's shame and the shame that comes up for them. So I just want to reiterate that. So I took half a gram of mushrooms the other night because I knew there was energy wanting to move and I felt the medicine call to me. And that's a really beautiful part about plant medicine is often you feel called to it. And I went into this mini, mini journey without any expectations or intention. I didn't even really expect to feel or go through anything super deep. I just knew that I needed to touch base with the medicine. This was during the evening. I have developed such a relationship with the medicine where I do trust it deeply. I trust it to bring the healing and bring the downloads that I need to see, everything that I need to sit with in the moment. And the medicine is very receptive to intention. So if you have something that you want to go in and heal or get clarity on, you can definitely state that. You can write it down. You can speak to the medicine and it will offer the healing that you need. Um, And that's such a beautiful element of the medicine. But in this particular journey, I didn't really have a intention per se I just knew that energy wanted to move so I stayed open and I was sitting in meditation I was actually listening to a palladian frequency palladians are a starseed system and I channeled them in a ceremony in Sedona and feel really connected to them right now so I was listening to their frequency and I heard my heart speak and it just said turn this off and listen like be in your being be in your silence and then I heard the medicine say 
Lie down. Feel it. Where is it in your body? And I was like, oh, here we go. So I laid down on my bed and my hand was guided to my womb. And I heard, here it is. (laughs) And immediately it took me to a vision of my first abortion. And I went through my first abortion alone. And so there was a deep, deep abandonment wound created from having expectations for, you know, someone to show up during that time, expecting, you know, my partner that was involved at the time to show up and offer support and and love and facing the truth that they didn't show up and that I did move through this alone. And it was a deep, deep wound created in that moment. And the vision took me to the passenger seat of my car. And I was sitting with 19-year-old Ellie as she cried in the driver's seat outside of the abortion clinic after surgery. And I held her and I just let her know that I was not going anywhere. And that I was so sorry that she had to go through that pain. And I told her I was never going to leave her, that I was never going to abandon her and that she is safe, that I'm going to take care of her. And I wrapped my arms around my body, just allowing myself to be held by me. And I just felt this deep exhale. And I put my hand over my sacral chakra And I just heard the medicine say, you do not need this wound anymore. You don't need it. You don't need to suffer from this anymore. And also something I want to share is that my abandonment wound was triggered in the last two weeks, which is ultimately why I was brought into this memory, this origin of this deep, deep wound. And so I'm not surprised at all that it came forward, but I'm so grateful that it did. And as I'm reflecting, because the abandonment wound is a pattern with men, as I was reflecting this evening, I just had a moment of gratitude for all of the men that didn't want to or couldn't show up because their absence was pivotal for me. Without their absence, I would not have been led to, you have to show up for yourself. Even though in those moments where you're deeply triggered, I, where I am deeply triggered in that abandonment wound, you know, the easy, instantaneous desire to make that wound go away is for someone else to show up. But what's happening there is an opportunity to show up for yourself. So it was this opportunity where I had to sit with the pain of this wound again, right now, this year, (laughs) in the last two weeks, I had to sit with it and say, how is this an opportunity to self-validate, to self-nurture, to self-love, to show up for myself? Even though I deeply am craving someone to show up for me, 
how can I truly once and for all break this cycle and show up for myself? Can I feel safe in my own presence? Is that enough? And what is the fear, right? Like if I am facing this abandonment wound, what is the fear? It was the fear of you're not going to be okay. I'm not going to be okay if, if someone doesn't show up. And what reflects back is I'm not okay in my solitude. Truly, I don't feel entirely safe in my solitude or without someone else. And so I really had to sit with that. And I had, gosh, it's been such a roller coaster the last couple of weeks. But ultimately, on the other side of this, deep gratitude for the men in my life that didn't want to or couldn't show up, right? Because I wouldn't have been able to arrive here and connect back to the truth that it is safe to be with me, that I am a safe container for myself, that I am not going to abandon myself. I'm not going to self-abandon. And I'm, I'll dive into this deeper probably in the next few weeks, but kind of full circle, I've been like, holy shit, I've just been avoiding myself deeply. I've been deeply avoiding myself. And I let it go. I don't need this wound anymore. And I let it go. And I felt the energy in my sacral chakra just awaken and flow. And the medicine spoke again and was like, dance. (laughs) And for anyone who knows me, I never felt embodied to like freely dance at parties, at gatherings. Like I never felt in my body enough to move my body in a way that felt free. And that has just been awoken internally. My sacral has just opened and opened and opened. And after that moment of letting go of the wound and hearing the medicine say dance, I went in front of my mirror and have never moved my hips in my life like I did that night. This was just, gosh, a few nights ago. And it was such a beautiful awakening. And for the first time, sitting with that abandonment wound, instead of, oh, life is happening to me. It was one of the biggest activations I've had yet. Where it was like, no, life is happening for you. And you were just activated and catapulted into a new level of embodiment. And you had to be triggered to get here. Without the trigger, you would not have gotten here. I mean, I might have, of course, some way, shape, or form. But how beautiful. And I am blown away by the wisdom of the medicine and how how it truly shows you the truth, gives you the guidance, offers the healing, closes it with a perfectly wrapped present bow, and is like, all set. And it made me think too about suffering and why we choose to suffer. Like this abandonment wound that I've been sitting with, why have I held on to it for so long? And not why as in like shame on you, Ellie, for holding it on, holding on to it, but we choose to stay attached to our pain. 
We choose to stay attached to our insecurities. Why do we do that? (laughs) I, of course, think there is divine intention and timing in sitting with our wounds and, and being with them and then arriving to this idea that we can let them go. But in a different journey, medicine journey that I was in just a couple days ago, um, I had this moment, this cycle of clenching and releasing, clenching and releasing, this like holding on so tightly, letting it go, holding on so tightly, letting it go. Every time I was gripping, my jaw was clenched, my body was tight, my body was constricted, and then I would realize how constricted and how I was holding on so tightly, and then I would let go, and I was like, oh, is that that easy? And the answer is often yes. We can just let go. But we're often holding on so tightly that we don't see that all we have to do is release our grip and that we don't have to attach to it. And I've been thinking a lot about attachment and do we have to attach so deeply to realize that we can detach? Like, do we have to be attached to detach? And I think this just comes with awareness and time, but I want you to really think about something that you're deeply attached to right now, whether it's a story, an insecurity, a way of being, and ask yourself, can I let this go? Can I detach from it? What is it? And why, like, what is it that's holding you back? So I just really wanted to share an example of how powerfully healing the medicine is. And I'm really excited to share more of these. Like, I want to share more episodes on specifically the medicine and the healing. And now I'm sharing my private life for a living, essentially, which I'm completely okay with because end of day when we share openly and vulnerably we give others permission we liberate others in their experience and I have accepted that part of my purpose in this lifetime is to share very openly and so if you're moving through healing from an abortion or you know someone who has I want you to just validate the fact that there was an energetic happening in your sacral chakra, it's a really, really big moment for your body and for your energy. And go in and ask it questions, ask what it needs, ask what love it needs, ask if it needs forgiveness, understanding, compassion to be held and show up for it. And allow yourself to sit with whatever you need to before you feel ready to release and let go. Ah, the medicine is so powerful and I'm just going to continue to share stories like this. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being open to this work, to the medicine, to listening, for tuning into the podcast. And I will be back very soon with more psilocybin stories and episodes to encompass the human experience and, and offer all of the downloads that come along the way. I'm sending you so much love. And we'll see you soon for a new episode. If you can rate the podcast and give it a five star on Apple or Spotify, that helps me so much. 
Thank you in advance and have a beautiful rest of your day.